Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Amanda Miller. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. Hey, Amanda. Hello. How are you doing? Good. Thanks for having me today. Oh, yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, let's get the show started. Tell us a little bit about you. What do you do? Okay, so I am a realtor with Keller Williams, really living out of Brighton, and I'm also the owner of Destination Home Real Estate. And um, basically, I help people buy, sell, and invest in real estate, but I also specialize in first-time home buyers. Um, I love to help um, educate first-time home buyers in um, the selling process, so uh, that'll probably come up why I like to do that a little bit later. And then um, I also uh, just started dabbling in vacation homes. Um, so I nice. just realized that I kind of have a niche niche in uh, selling vacation homes up north, which is where I'm from. I'm from originally from Traverse City. So oh, nice. I, yeah, I do a lot of vacationing up there and in surrounding areas. And so I have yeah, I've got listings from Gaylord all the way down. and Nice. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, I like it. So yeah. when you were uh, when you were younger, is this what you planned for your future? What you, what you have planned? Um, well, that, <laughs> that that's a hard one. I wanted to be a lot of things, but probably my dream job was being an exotic animal trainer. Wow. Okay. Really. I always wanted to own exotic animals and my parents just never would let me. And I, I don't know why, but you know, we had, I grew up on a farm and I always wanted to yeah. have a pet tiger and my dad just always said no. And <laughs> I can't so, imagine why. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I wanted it to live in the house and I just told him I, I can train it. I said, fine, I'm just going to go to college to learn to train exotic animals. But mm-hmm. I never did that. I think reality hit. Once yeah. I- <laughs> you know. <laughs> when so, you were um, graduated high school, what did you do right after that that kind of led you down this path? Well, that's funny because um, I, I actually ended up going to college to be an elementary education okay. teacher. So I taught fifth and sixth grade. And so I had nothing to do with real estate, business, anything like that. And I started working a retail job and in college to support myself and get myself through college. And I ended up just absolutely loving retail and the whole business aspect of retail. So I ended up working corporate retail for the next 25 plus years. So um, about nine years ago, I ended up doing thinking, well, I need kind of a side gig to my corporate retail job. I don't know why, because I was already working 50 (laughs) hours. But my daughter had started a competitive dance team. And I was like, wow, this is really expensive. And I don't want to like, kind of want to like give up my lifestyle to pay for her dance. So I was like, oh, people make lots of money in real estate. (laughs) So I thought. And so I decided to get my real estate license and start selling real estate. So nine years ago, um, you know, I just thought people would run to me and just want me to sell their houses. And um, then I realized I had to work (laughs) people's business. So, um, but I worked hard at it and um, I built up a clientele. So I did it part-time for nine years. And then last November I ended up um, 
losing my job due to COVID in oh. corporate retail. So I went full time and I went all in and it's been really good. Obviously the market's been up, but yeah. I also have gotten a lot of referrals and I've got a good sphere built up after nine years. And That's you awesome. know, people have been super supportive of me going full full time. So yeah, that's awesome. Kind of take us back to your first transaction. How did you get it and how did it go? Did it go smoothly? Did it go as planned? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no, it did not. No, no. Um, it was uh, my neighbor. Okay. And he came over and was like, Hey, you're in real estate. Why don't you sell our house? And everything that could go wrong went wrong. Um, oh, no. The house didn't appraise. Um, it was way under value. I was like, what do I do now? And then they ended up buying a much larger house. The lady selling the house, um, had a traumatic brain injury and she was very hard to deal with. And it was just one addendum after another, the clothes kept getting pushed off. It was, it was, I learned so much in that first (laughs) deal. It was insane. And I have found that no deal is an easy deal. I, I always look at other realtors and they're like, Oh, you know, and it looks like their closings are so easy. And I'm like, why me? Why me? (laughs) I don't think everyone's is as easy as they make it look. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that goes on. Yeah. (laughs) From what we've heard anyways, after talking about a lot of closings. But you know what it, you know, it's, you know, that makes the difference between a realtor that, you know, can freak out. I'm pretty laid back and going. So, you know, I tell people even, you know, you don't get to panic until I start panicking. So (laughs) start going wrong. If I'm not panicking yet, sorry, you don't get to panic. That's what I tell my clients. Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. I know you mentioned you specialize in first time home buyers. What kind of draws you to those particular clients rather than someone who's been experienced in the home buying process? Um, because I like to educate and I, okay. that goes back to like what I went to school yeah. for. So <laughs> I do like to teach. It just wasn't necessarily children. Um, so I do like to educate and teach and, um, and it just interests me, uh, you know, in now with the internet, home buyers come with so much more they're educated so much more. Mm -hmm. Um, They know exactly, they know more about the house than the real estate agent half the time. (laughs) But um, what they don't know is a lot about the process. So I love to educate them about, you know, during and through the process. And um, I love it when it's an easy deal. And even if it's a tougher deal that we have to work through, um, it's all part of an education. And um, I, I just love to educate and keep them calm during the process. And I don't know, I just love that part of it. Uh, And not that I dislike working with, you know, second or third time buyers, but maybe it's the challenge of the first time home buyers. I like a challenge too. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I like it. Yeah. Do you think that HGTV has kind of maybe pushed people into not, I don't know how to explain it really. Like the reality isn't there for their budget, like what they want on their wish list. And then their budget for first-time homebuyers. Do you see that a lot? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm dealing with about three of them right now. And um, it's kind of, you have to work through and say, okay, this is what, and sometimes you have to kind of do, I think there, there's a show out there that shows 
um, they take them to what's on their <laughs> yes. wish list and shows them how much. Yep. And I, I do that. I'll say okay. this box, you know, this house checks everything, but this is, you know, and then I'm like, and this is how much this house is. Right. <laughs> so. Compared to, yeah, this massive dream yes. home, forever home type situation. Yep. I know I've got a girlfriend who um, she's buying her first home soon. And she was talking to me about her wish list. And I'm just thinking, girl, you have no idea. You have no idea, yes. <laughs> but I will let yes. you keep that wish list and I'll let your agent break the news to you. So, <laughs> yes. And, and it's that fine line of not discouraging them from yes. wanting to buy it all, yep. but it's like, okay, so now that you've seen this, what, what are your needs and what are your wants and what could you exactly. probably, cause this is probably not your last home. Mm-hmm. You're not going to, this is not your forever home. So this is just, you know, your first home. So yeah. what can you live without until you can get to your next home? And kind of um, going opposite direction here, you also do vacation homes. So you've been doing dabbling in the vacation homes. That's complete opposite yeah. from the first-time homebuyers, I feel like. How does that go compared to the first-time homebuyers? Um, it's, it's kind of interesting because if somebody is vacation home shopping, it's kind of like their first time. If they haven't yeah. ever bought a vacation home, they are kind of a first-time home okay. buyer and they're super excited. And just um, educating them on, well, you've got non-homestead taxes because they're like, why are the taxes so high? <laughs> well, you're not living there and this person wasn't living there either. So yeah, yeah. the taxes are double or, you know, because there's, you know, things and then you can educate them about renting it out, you know, doing short-term rentals. Like there's a whole nother, you know, business or you know, a whole nother world that you can open up to them as far as um, vacation rentals that they just, or vacation homes that they just never, yeah, you know, thought of. So it's, it's kind of interesting and is kind of like working with first time home buyers if somebody hasn't ever bought one before. Yeah. That's awesome. Do you do a lot of like waterfront homes for those vacation homes? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I currently have, um, yesterday I was looking at waterfront homes. Um, nice. With- nice. That's yeah, one exciting. of my clients. So I love that. I'm like, oh, this is nice. Oh, <laughs> this is nice. It kind of, it's kind of funny because eventually I'll be, you know, doing short-term rentals and kind of gives me kinda an idea see. Of where I want to buy and where I don't want to buy. Right. And yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gives you lakes, a, like a free game. There's a lot idea. of them up north. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Over the nine years that you've been in real estate, what do you think the worst properties that you've been to, or showing? Oh, what one sticks um, out to you the most? Whew. I had one, um, probably the worst property I've been to was um, over the nine years, uh, there was, I did go through a little bit of the foreclosure process, but you know, you kind of expect foreclosures to be bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I went into a house to do a showing and the, the homeowner was still there. And I, I have a pretty strong stomach, but this house was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. Like dirty water in the sink with dishes, like black water. Wow. Um, Yeah. It was just filth. And I was like trying to show the house and you know, when you're supposed to have something positive to say, (laughs) it was like, (laughs) it was so bad. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't even know what to say about this. Yeah. So there's times when you walk in a house and 
you're just like, oh my, I don't, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> did you end up selling that one? No, I did not. No. no, I did not. And it wasn't even because of all that. The guy was pretty positive about it. He was like, well, I could just gut this whole house. And I was just like trying not to. Yeah. <laughs> was the yard at least good on that one? Did it at least have a nice outside? No. No. It, okay. No. No, the, the deal breaker was the laundry room um, roof was falling in. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh, this yeah. house has structure issues. I was like, oh, is that the problem? <laughs> On top of everything else. Yeah. Just one thing yes. after another. Oh man. Yeah, that's funny. If you could start over today with all the knowledge that you've learned over the last nine years, what is one thing that you would do differently? Um, I, I don't want to use the word aggressive, but I wouldn't nine years ago, I wouldn't have been so passive about my business, mm -hmm. I think. Um, and I would have been a little bit more um, picky about the company that I work for. Cause I, I didn't realize there was such a difference in real estate companies that you could work for as far as training. Yeah. yeah. So the company that I started with had no training. So I had to, um, kind of train myself on how to generate leads and, you know, and so I feel like I lost about three years almost until, I came to Keller Williams and got some really good training. Wow. Yeah. So. Are you still um, with Keller Williams now? I am. Okay. Um, I did three years with another company and then I switched over to Keller Williams and my business has totally, you know, taken off and I'm doing way better, you know, obviously with Keller Williams because I have the systems and models in place that I need to have. And right you know, a system with lead generation and all of that. Even, you know, when I was working full time, I had a system with lead generation around my work schedule. So, yeah, I know it's interesting to see when people go into real estate initially, like that first year, they don't really understand sometimes that you have options. You have so many different options, different yeah. brokerages you can go to, mm -hmm. and they don't realize that you can interview those people instead of it being the other way around. So, yeah, I had no clue. And it really did make the difference in me, my career taking off and just kind of, you know, just kind of coasting. And it, I really feel like I lost almost three years of business. Yeah. In that first three years. So do you read business books at all? Do you have one that maybe you could recommend to anybody yes. starting out? Okay. I read business books all the time. And I, you know, I have a few that I like, but I'm currently just finishing up Fierce Conversations. I don't know if you've ever heard of that one. I don't think I've heard um, of that one. It's by Susan Scott, and it is amazing. It was recommended to me by somebody else, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't really need to have, you know, <laughs> yeah. conversations. And Fierce means bold, you yeah. know, having bold conversations and being upfront with your clients and upfront with your coworkers and not being upfront as in, um, nasty or, you know, just coming out from behind yourself and, and saying things in a, you know, in a nice way, but really being able to say what you mean to say without, you know, yeah, I don't being know, like constructive. Yeah. And, and just getting work done faster. Um, and 
I really feel like if I had read this book, even going into my corporate life at 21, it would have made my corporate life completely different and probably would have changed how I dealt and communicated with people and would have made it a lot better and easier. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I really wish I would have read this book back when I was 21. Awesome. Well, before we go today, Amanda, how can people get a hold of you? Um, I do have a Facebook page, Destination Home Real Estate. Um, and so I can be contacted on there. And then also I do have a website, uh, www.destinationhomerealestate.kw.com. Um, Sorry, it's a long one. Um, and then obviously through email, Amanda's homes for sale at gmail.com. And then I can be um, reach through call or text um, through my phone number, 517-672-9273. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your story with yeah. us. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Hello? Hello? Are you Hello? there? Are you there? Are you there? Hey, guys. We just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five-star review as well, that would be amazing. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya.